0: Money FM 89.3. Best of Breakfast. The Bigger Picture, only on Money FM 89.3.
1: Welcome to The Bigger Picture. I'm Ahmad Akhtar. OPEC Plus yesterday agreed to a surprise new oil supply cutback of about 900,000 barrels a day. Now, these policy steps were decided in a virtual meeting, which was delayed by internal disagreements over the baselines, which are the levels of which quotas are decided, of the OPEC group's largest West African members, Nigeria and Angola. Now, the meeting was originally scheduled, of course, to be held in person in Vienna over the November 25th, 26th weekend. To find about the impact on oil markets and oil prices, we have on the line with us Warren Patterson, who's the head of commodities strategy at ING. Warren, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Thanks very much. Good morning. Good morning. Let's first kick off with the news of the supply cutbacks of 900,000 barrels a day. Warren, were you surprised? What does this latest decision mean for oil prices?
0: Yeah, so I think if we look at the cuts going into the meeting, the bare minimum was expected that Saudi Arabia and Russia uh, would roll over their voluntary additional cuts uh, from this year into into the first quarter of next year. Now, those cuts amounted to about 1.3 million barrels a day. Effectively, as you, as you mentioned, we've got new voluntary cuts uh, in the region of about 900,000 barrels a day. So what does that mean? I guess it's a a bit of a surprise to the market, a little bit more than what the market was expecting. So it should provide some fairly good support to the market around that $80 level moving forward. Now saying that, the the strange thing is if you looked at the price action following the meeting, we actually saw oil prices coming under pressure. So Mm. Brent settled about 2.4% lower on the day. And I think what's really behind this, is the fact that if you look at the supply cuts that were announced, this was not a broader OPEC-plus decision, right? It was eight members within Mm. the group who announced voluntary cuts. Mm. Um, So I think what that suggests is it's getting a little bit more difficult uh, for the the wider group to agree on cuts. Uh, And so if, you know, in future we do need to see deeper cuts, it might be a little bit more difficult for the group to come to some sort of uh, agreement.
1: Yeah, you mentioned agreements. Well, there were disagreements which led to the fact that this was postponed to a virtual meeting instead of an in-person one last weekend. Let's just recap the crux of the issue then. The two West African members, Nigeria and Angola, reportedly objecting to lower baselines for next year. And that defines, I guess, if you've been following the group for a while, which you have been, will bring back rather troubling memories of Ecuador's exit from the group the South American producer said it would breach its quota back in 2017, eventually ended up leaving. And at the end of these talks yesterday, Angola said it would reject its diminished output quota and keep pumping at current levels. What are the impacts of that decision?
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, so again, we saw changes to, to production targets for as you say, Nigeria and Angola. Uh, Nigeria's was actually increased from their previous uh, production targets. So they're, they're obviously a little bit happier. Uh, but as you say, yeah, Angola saw a certain reduction, actually. I mean, I guess if we look at where Angola is producing, it's been producing below its target levels for quite some time, right? So I don't mm. think it changes uh, the picture dramatically, at least in supply and demand fundamentals. I think, as you say, the, the, the bigger picture is what could that mean for Angola's participation within, within OPEC going forward, Mm. And certainly, that is something that we'll need to see, right? I mean, Angolan production has been trending lower for, for quite some time. Uh, if that continues, like we've seen with other oil producers, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere down the line they do drop out of uh, the that group.
1: Yeah, and of course, Saudi Arabia obviously promised to continue its unilateral one million barrel a day cuts through to the first quarter of next year. Why do the Saudis continue to push for quota cuts?
0: So I think that's a a very good question, and I think it really comes down to, to what is Saudi Arabia's fiscal break-even oil price. What oil price does Saudi Arabia need to balance its budget? Uh, And that's around $80 a barrel. So if you actually look at the fiscal break-even oil price for Saudi Arabia over the last few years, it has been trending higher. And that's because Saudi Arabia is looking to diversify its economy away from oil. Mm. So it's increased spending. So yeah, that's increased that that break-even level to around a little over $80 a barrel. Uh, and I think that's why uh, we continue to see them wanting to support price levels above there.
1: All right. Now, obviously, yesterday's meeting was about supply side production costs, but many analysts have pointed to the fact that this is a demand driven market. What are the supply and demand fundamentals like currently?
0: Yeah. So for the current quarter, people, 4 we actually still see a fairly large deficit for the markets. We've got a deficit of a little over a million barrels a day. And then looking further forward, obviously markets are forward-looking. For 2024, before this meeting, uh, we had a a marginal surplus Q1 with the cuts announced that's gone to a marginal deficit. But overall, we see the the oil market uh, largely balanced in the first half of next year Mm. and then moving into deeper deficits over the second half of 2024. And so Mm. what does that mean for prices? Well, for Brent. We're forecasting that will average $88 a, a barrel uh, next year. And that's obviously uh, up from around $80 at the moment. I guess the big uncertainty is demand. Demand this year grew up by about 2 million barrels a day. Mm. Um, for next year, uh, we're expecting not too slow. Um, and so we're only looking at about a million barrels a, a day of demand growth. But clearly, there's still risks around that, particularly, obviously, given the view that global growth uh, is expected to slow over 2024.
1: All right. Now, just want to get your view on this from a broader big picture. OPEC Plus does not include many other major oil producers like the US. So against that backdrop, how effective can OPEC Plus actually be in influencing prices?
0: For a large part of the they, they had been doing fairly well, right? Mm. The reason being is the big issue for OPEC Plus was the concern about cutting oil supply Um, and then supporting prices and then seeing other non-OPEC plus producers ramping up output and then basically using market share to them. Uh, And that was something that we certainly saw in 2018, 2019, where we saw, you know, a million and a half barrels a day of supply growth coming through from the U.S. For this year, uh, it's expected that U.S. supply will grow in the region of a million barrels a day. But Mm -hmm. if you look at drilling activity in the U.S. for much of this year, it has slowed down significantly. Uh, the rate count is down about 20% uh, over the course of the year. So that does suggest that U.S. oil supply growth next year will slow quite significantly. So we're only looking at in a region of about two to 300,000 barrels a day of supply growth uh, coming through from the U.S. Um, next year. And I think the fact that we expect to see slower growth coming through from the U.S. Uh, does give OPEC a little bit more comfort in cutting supply from
1: the market. All right, Warren, thank you so much for your insights this morning. Everyone,
0: thanks for your time.
1: Thanks so much. We've been in conversation with Warren Patterson, the head of commodities strategy at ING about OPEC Plus's latest decision to implement new oil supply cutback of about 900,000 barrels a day. Stay with Money FM 89.3.
0: Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.